0: Hello, everyone. This is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. This is episode 10 of season two. We appreciate everyone for tuning in this far, like so far. Um, tonight I got Rush back, Caden, and Logan as well. Thank you guys again for coming on and contributing to the show and being a part of this journey. So, much appreciated. And I hope everyone is enjoying our conversations we're able to have. Some of them are goofy, funny, and hopefully you can find most of them informative, especially about sports. Uh, gaming and some of the film and music stuff we talk about. Uh, and we will get more in depth on some real world problems and stuff like that as soon as we get a little bit of a better setup. And uh, I think that just will come with time. But for now, we have a really another excited episode planned. It's, this will be our movie sessions three. And I'm excited about this one because the first two, I it was just Caden and I. And those were great episodes, Caden. But I feel like the more heads we have on, on this discussion, like the better reactions and opinions we can draw from film and I love the reason why I show you guys movies and talk about movies so much is because I love to know what people think about some of the stuff that I find Like, I have, I already know, like, and hold an opinion over, you know what I'm saying? Like, because if I've seen a movie before you, and I already have my judgment for it, I just like to see your reaction, I like to gauge it, like... Just to get well-versed. Yeah. It's, like, like
1: one of your passions as well.
0: Yeah, Yeah. seriously, but, like, that's why I love movies, because, like, it can make people feel stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, a a story that's on a screen can draw emotions out of you in real life, Mm -hmm. and I think that's important to, like, to notice in good movies like that. You can actually learn a lot, and me and Kane have already talked about, like, lessons in film, and... And analogies and metaphors and and stuff like that, but in some of the movies that we have today that we want to discuss, and it is a nice seven movies, actually eight, including Southpaw, which I'll let Caden and Logan take home over here in a second. Um, Caden actually has a quick update on a story from an episode prior regarding the car crash him and Logan saw right in front of them. So Caden, I'll let you go ahead and take it
2: away from there. So, it was like Friday last week we saw the Friday car crash movie, yeah. And I was front from a cop at, that, at the intersection of 301 and 675. And as we kind of like go past where they, you know, they, they both pulled over and you know, they, they uh, both got out of the car, I kind of looked behind to go like to see who it was, to see if I knew, and see if it was a kid from my school. And I was like, yo, I know that dude. He's in my second period. And he wasn't there on Tuesday. I have like a block schedule at my school, so I only go to second period like two, like three times three times a week. Um, he wasn't there on Tuesday, but he was here today, and I finally had to talk to him about it. <laughs> and oh my god! So he showed me the showed me pictures of his car, showed me a picture of the other person's car, and he said it, it wasn't it wasn't really anything that was that was too messed up on his car, and they'd already got it fixed. But the person who he hit person that was at fault for the entire accident was driving a rental <laughs> and he was from Virginia. Oh, he's fucked. Yeah. Okay. He's fucked. Oh yeah. So he, was driving, he was driving a rental. It was a, it was a rental, brand new car, a brand new Kia SUV. He's not only mm-hmm. going to have to pay out of that, but- He's never going to be able to probably get a, re- a rental. No, never. Never. But, yeah. oh, you, you you crashed a rental in Florida? Nah.
0: But hey, can I just also, like I would like to say this just that just shows you if you're from uh, you know a different place anywhere in the world honestly and you're visiting another place you've got to be more aware and yeah. you kind of got to like adapt Especially to. the you're a rental yeah how are you
2: not 10 times more cautious when yeah. you're driving a rental
0: i'm 20 times more like if i'm if i'm driving a fucking rental that you're paying 90 bucks a day to use mm. i'm definitely driving that like it's a fucking porsche mm. yeah like even not if it's even a RAV four, you know. Shout out to RAV four drivers out there, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. It was yeah. right in front
2: of a cop too. Literally right. right in front of a cop. I car. mean at least <laughs> the cop was
0: there, you know, someone got hurt, you yeah. know. But when luckily the no cop
2: got out, like told them to tell them to get ready, get you know, get everything, and uh got, got uh made them exchange information and everything. The was were there for like five minutes. And they
0: just dipped. dipped I mean he was gonna be there for two hours he waiting it for state control. Yeah. No, dude, oh, God, I do like, I do not believe. I mean, speaking of accidents, real quick, Rush and I were in a company vehicle, and two Fridays in a row, we got into an accident. We had to wait almost three hours for a state patrol to show up. The first one, some guy literally just stopped in the middle of 301 for no reason, pretty much, and there was nothing we could have done. We we're driving a cooler, pretty much. And uh, the second one, we got, we were literally, n- neither was our driver's fault, but this guy literally just kept merging into a lane and would not stop, and he just ran into our truck. And then he found out we were calling the cops, and then just dipped. <laughs> so we, since we already made the call, we had to wait. God. And Rush already knows how fucking aggravating that shit was. Yeah,
3: that was annoying. But uh, so, like, three cops drive by us, but yes, yes, like you know, you have to wait for a state trooper, so you can just watch as a police officer you can easily handle the situation. Goes by. And you just have to sit there and wait for some dude that, you know, mainly is probably going to be sitting on a highway somewhere. And for the first time, we were actually by an off-ramp and an on-ramp. The second time, we were all the way in, like, Bradenton. Yeah, we were, like... Like, deep Bradenton. We were on 41, right? Like, we were on 26th and... 30th, right there? Yeah, something
0: or was it like 29th? that. it was the 29th. But, like, if you saw a Borishead truck out there in Bradenton with a bunch of idiots just standing around for, like, hours, I, that said. was us. You know? Um,
3: not a good
0: day. <laughs> not a good day at all. And, like, bro, we were going to be out by, like, 1 o'clock each of those Fridays. Yeah. And we were going
3: to be out earlier than 1 o'clock. Get back in 4. Back in
0: time. Um, but, no, I mean, kind of a good little story time before we kind of dive into the main topic of discussion again, which is. This is going to be movie sessions three, and if you haven't listened to the first two, I suggest you do. You don't really need to, but we pretty much, like, discuss our opinions on specific movies, like performances from actors or actresses we enjoyed, maybe a lesson or analogy, a metaphor we want to point out, or maybe something that you probably didn't know or we probably didn't know, but we're going to learn it from each other, you know? So, like, the first movie I do want to talk about, and I know Caden, he said he he probably hasn't seen this, Logan, I doubt you've seen this. Um, I know Rush and I have. So we'll lead off with this. It's called Heat. Oh, yeah. And a couple episodes ago, Caden... Robert De Niro, Al Al Pacino. Val Kilmer. But Caden, a couple episodes, I was talking about Michael Mann. Uh, He directed Collateral with Tom Cruise. I totally forgot he made this movie.
2: Hmm.
0: And this is probably the best heist movie of all time.
2: Michael Mann, man made
0: like bangers. He made a couple. He, he made, made, bangers, some, bro. made some shit as well. As, um, most, as most of
2: you
0: know. Uh, the, not the greats. Yeah, but most. <laughs> but I'd like to just give a genuine summary of this film. If you guys haven't seen this, um, we already pointed out who's in it Al Pacino, Robert De Niro, and Val Kilmer, and it's directed by Michael Mann. Um, this movie came out, I believe it was late 90s. I should have a year for you, but I apologize if it's eluding me right now. But pretty much the summary of this film—it's genuinely one of the most powerful crime dramas of all time, and I can attest to that. It's <laughs> Al Pacino and Robert De Niro dually power the momentum and large scale of this groundbreaking film, written and directed by Michael Mann. In the wake of precision, in the wake of a precision heist of an un, of an armored truck. An obsessive detective, played by Pacino, begins to hunt Neil uh, eh, McClawley, played by Robert De Niro, a ruthless professional thief, and his crew through the streets of Los Angeles as the the stakes escalate. Their lives begin to mirror and unravel, and McClawley's crew intimidates, uh, oh, excuse me, initiates. I'm reading the back of this, it's very small print, I apologize. Uh, initiates the most one of the most dangerous and complex heists in LA history co-starring Val Kilmer, Tom Sizemore who we all know from Saving Private Ryan, Monu- Monuments Men, mm-hmm. True Romance.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, it's it's a this movie is amazing to me. It has great lessons, great analogies. It's real, it's gritty. The camera work is different. The storytelling's on point. Al Pacino's Al Pacino. He'll he'll take you away to a different fucking planet in this movie. I mean, he just captivates audiences. He's one of the best actors of all time. He's up there with Denzel Washington. Um, But Robert De Niro in this is the one, me personally, that I, like... I I fucked with the most. Like, his character was... He was mysterious as fuck. Like, when you went to his house, he had no furniture, no pictures. And... He, his, he, like, tried to bring up Val Kilmer's character. who was, like, a druggie and a gambler. Him and his wife were having problems. And these guys were, like, high state criminals. And the one thing that stuck out in this movie, because Robert De Niro said it three times, one, with a girl at a bar, two, with Val Kilmer's character while he was drunk and kicked out of his house, and three, sitting across from Al fucking Pacino in one of the greatest scenes in cinematic history. Yeah. Them two on camera together for yeah. five minutes. It was... It, Rush, you can attest to that scene. Yeah. But his line was, "If you can't leave, if you can't grab what you need and love in 30 seconds and walk out the door and disappear forever, then you don't need it." Like it was, it was, and then that's when Al Pacino in that diner, he's like, "Oh, this is a different criminal. He's not going to go. He's not going to be cuffed up. Like he's yeah. gonna, he's gonna die doing what he thinks is right." And it was like, even though he knew it wasn't right, but he wanted it. Like mm-hmm. it, like it was like a yin and yang type story. Yeah. And it was fire. But what did you think about the movie Rush? Like what were your I impressions? Thought
3: it was awesome. Especially with, I thought it was awesome, especially with the um the final scene yes. at the airport. We
0: won't say anything. Yeah. Um two spoilers just amazing.
3: Yes. Just those, just those two in general and then especially at the end and third. Uh, with Val Kilmer, and what happened with him, and hit and his girl, and that's you know, oh. ride or die.
0: It was a ride or die.
3: Yeah,
0: it, it was. Yeah. But no, if you have not seen Heat, please do. Caden, would you mind? You're quick with the keyboard there. Would you mind looking up when it was made? I believe it's 1994. Heat. But Rush' favorite performance while he's doing that out of this movie, what character stuck with you the most? Val Kilmer, Al Pacino. Robert De Niro. 1995.
2: 1995 this movie came out. Okay. Got an eighty-eight on Rotten Tomatoes. It's pretty good. Yeah, so. that's oh, amazing. Movie's like movies over mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Um,
0: and I, honestly like but McInt- sorry, sorry
3: to interrupt you, Rush. The character that probably stood out to me the most had to have been uh I
0: like I Tom gotta, Sizemore too, bro. I can't yeah, lie. Tom Sizemore's in the movie. Yeah, bro. rest in peace. Rest in peace
3: for real, though. Uh, I, I gotta give it to uh, Robert, Robert. Robert De Niro. De Niro. I'm saying he, bro, like he's he, just he was, he was just great in that movie, and especially with like you said that scene. That scene makes the movie. It's a
0: three hour movie. Don't get me wrong. What's You're it just, called? Heat. But it, bro. It like there's the, the scene. Of times they say heat. Oh, dude, they actually yeah. say, it, like, the like, heat's coming around the corner. Yeah, no, no. No, it's actually... But it's good. It's used perfectly because it's like, oh. holy shit, these guys are legit on fire. So what they is lost.
1: the, um... <laughs> what is that one movie on Netflix that's Robert De Niro? It's three hours long? I just don't Oh, know. The Irishman. Irishman. Yeah. Remember what Pop was talking about? Uh-huh.
0: He was talking about it in... The, oh, if the you movie. haven't listened oh, yeah, to our yeah, yeah, interview, yeah, yeah.
1: Pop's actually
0: knew someone associated with the Iceman. So if, if you want to listen to that, he actually tells a couple stories on that. But... No, he is kind of like the Irishman, but the Irishman's a lot more slow, slow paced. This is action. And I'm just going to say this, Tom Sizemore is so badass. He's like, I'm in it with the action is. You know, his one-liners are impeccable. What? Oh, yeah. Bro, he, yes. Bro, when it all breaks down, like, (laughs) Rush, you can remember that scene, bro.
3: You remember trying, when he breaks away from I'm the group? I remember because uh, oh, okay, yes, yes. Yeah, he's, he's a dude, dude wild card. that's running down the street with like the AR-15, bro. Yeah, and then th- doesn't yeah. he try and like hold? He,
0: uh, spoiler: oh. He does hold up like a child, like in a in a <laughs> plaza, and he's like, "Back the fuck off! I'll fucking shoot! Her. I'll fucking do!" It. And then Al Pacino just snipes her, bro. snipes him, not her, not the child. <laughs> the child, <laughs>
3: no. the child lived, that was, uh, probably
0: with PTSD for the rest of his like, life. Oh, I don't no. know if they'll be able to air that. <laughs> oh, you could air that, bro. It's been done. It's been done, bro. Have you not seen American Sniper?
2: Yeah, sure.
0: But, no. Heat, 1995, Michael Mann. If you've not watched it, if you're across the pond, or uh, down south, or up north, wherever you are in the world, man. If you have not seen Heat, go on Amazon Prime and just spend the $3 to rent it. Like, gee shit. It's, it's, it's a masterpiece. Um, but moving forward... Caden, I I know you've seen Hardcore Henry. Logan, have you? You have not. So, we're not going to do a spoiler review here. But this is one of the only movies of its kind. Mm, Yeah. 2013. First person. Yeah. It's all in first person. First
1: person. That's kind of like like trippy. Oh, it is. It's it's so trippy. It's
3: it's honestly great. It's It's on on a different level. It's actually on another level, probably. The parkour in yeah, this movie yeah. is absolutely insane. And especially the fighting scenes. The fight scenes. Everything, everything about He goes fucking great. ham. It's Parkour. <laughs> especially the fucking uh, subway the pra- scene.
0: The practical effects are very good.
2: In the hi- remember the highway scene where he has the fucking minigun? Yes. yes.
0: Well, dude, and let me just say this. It's first of its kind, probably, for that reason. It's the first person. And he's
3: dropped out of the
0: fucking city. sky, bro. Oh it's, dude, the whole, like you just said, Logan, it's very trippy, but it's like, It's like holy shit! This this looks uh, so fucking good. Am
3: I I thinking of the same movie? Is it? Isn't it the same uh, dude that played the Francis guy in Deadpool as the scientist in that? Or am I completely thinking of another movie? Different movie, I think. Okay. Different movie. Trying to remember who it is as the scientist. As the oh, as the helper, like Like, the guy with his clone copies. No, the. He was that guy was the, in Elysium. The guy just that Japan. Henry's going after the entire movie. Oh, that guy's. I don't. I don't think he's been
0: in anything. That, that really? actor. Yeah. He like that was it. I think I haven't seen him in anything. Uh, I thought it would have been because let me just say this. This. this movie was like low key, low budget, yeah, but not true. really because of the practical effects and stuntmen. But it was one of those movies where.
3: Well, the entire the people stuntman came together was, to make thing, something fucking The thing fucking was, awesome. though, is that the stuntman was the actor. The no, entire. he was. He didn't. He doesn't say a word. Really? Yeah, yeah. He does not say. He a doesn't word, say a actually. word. Yeah. It's
0: it's his journey, trying to see what the fuck he is, and when you find out, you you're gonna be like, holy shit, what the fuck is this? <laughs> so do
1: you not see what he looks like the whole movie? You see it at the very end. Wow.
2: Yeah. Is
3: it the very end? Yeah. Very
0: yeah, end. Yeah, but you I, don't even get to... Pan like, to his face He's looking at himself in a mirror Yeah And he's fucking covered in blood So you don't even get to see his face Yeah But no dude The ending fight scene Is one of the best fight scenes I think I've seen It rivals old boy Like 2006 oh, In the hallway With the hammer
2: Oh Yeah You know who that doctor was? Huh
0: He was in Nobody Mr. Nobody That's Mr. where you probably saw him rush Cause we went to that movie In theaters Is it Alexander Is it that guy?
2: He's like Russian? Yeah. Yeah. He he's only been in a handful of movies. Um, most of them are Russian movies. Okay, yeah. Yeah, most he of them are Russian, Russian movies. But he's been like uh, some standouts like Harcore Henry and but, Mr. Nobody.
0: You know what's crazy? I think this movie came out I think I said twenty thirteen, but I think it's two thousand nine. Can can you confirm that for me? I don't wanna pass out false information on that. But this movie's way ahead of its time. It's literally like you're watching a, a a two hour long Call of Duty game, and it's just fucking insane. Like there's like it's it like it's insane, bro. Like 2015, if, 2015. Okay, so I was a little off there, but dude, they literally they're like running on a bridge top. Like there's like
2: bro. It, it, they're like shooting miniguns, obliterating then, oh, cars.
3: The one dude that the one dude that just keeps on dying and coming back. Yeah, no, he yeah. has clones, bro. Yeah, what? He's. I, what was he, that dude? He just he like was, Jim, he was like Tim. Yeah, some shit. Like he different no, car- like, He had an
0: avatar like, system before, yeah. like legitimately.
3: He played like three different characters. Mm. He'd literally like pop out what? randomly. And yeah, be like, yeah, it's me, man. He's and a sniper, he, or he's he, a
0: fucking doctor, or, or like a, a
3: homeless guy, a World
0: War II soldier, yeah. or
3: like he's literally
0: he has like eight different characters, and that he has to use honestly
3: just so crazy to get his actual
0: body out of a situation. Yeah, and like bro, he just uses his copies like just dummies. That guy's a good, good actor. No, he's he was, yeah. he was in District 9 Elysium, mm-hmm. he's actually South African, you can hear it in his voice. Yeah, um. Yeah, I love him, bro. I love his... I, I don't know his name. That's I feel ashamed of that. Caden, if you don't mind looking that up as well. Um, but this movie, again, the practical effects and stunts are insane. Um, his name is Ila Nashula. I, I, I'm I'm probably butchering that, but great actor. If you haven't seen District 9, it's He's a also st- a director. Oh, he is? Mm-hmm. Nice. Probably has done some nice indie films or something. He directed Hardcore, Hardcore Henry. He directed it? Yeah. Damn, because District Nine came out in two thousand nine, and then Elysium in twenty thirteen. Oh, because
3: also I didn't, I honestly didn't even know this. The movie is based in Moscow. It is. Oh wow! Yeah. Like the like the uh, entire, th- like the city that they're all yeah. The setting, in the everything. environment, yeah, yeah, it's Moscow. Dude, no wonder the architecture was insane in that movie. Yeah,
0: that's sick. I didn't know that. See, I learned. I just learned something. You know, like that's what this show should be. Isn't like for the everyone.
1: structures in Moscow like, really? Really,
0: really good. Um, I don't know about yeah, like, like the, the quality, but they're you know, the gorgeous. Yeah, Their architecture, so yeah. Look, if you look up a picture yeah, of yeah, Moscow, I'll look I'll look the, the Kremlin. The Kremlin, the Kremlin is yeah, the Kremlin. That's what I was thinking of.
2: The Kremlin is gorgeous. Like I don't they, know how the they Russian did it. White House.
0: I don't know how they did it. I really don't. Um it, bro. They, they. It's one of those things where it's like, damn, that's a that's a. They're also thing.
3: mainly known for like the. Uh, Stone tops yeah like, yeah like, like they're like the Hershey Kiss like
0: yeah like type. those okay. like her, yeah, yeah. but it's good. it's gorgeous bro and they have they use different colors and stuff and Stires. in the movie they show that and they're like parkouring off of like giant that's university nice. buildings and yeah no that's beautiful yeah. though um shout out to anyone if you know we get a listener in Russia you know who knows but uh kind of doubtful at this juncture with how <laughs> things are going over there you know if you're a Russian citizen you know Godspeed. Godspeed. Like, that's actually real shit. Um, but moving to, uh, not a Russian, but a Eastern European legend. An Austrian god. Austrian who came, Greek came by
2: gods, Who came from nothing. With a with, dream. What, go He's ahead. Not, not with nothing. He's a man who started with nothing. Had a dream. Moved to America. Had the biggest... Most
0: craziest genetics in the entire world. And in cinema history.
2: Probably cinema history. Terminator. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Absolutely. <laughs> Arnold legend.
0: Arnold, yes. Legend. And if you don't know what movie we're going to talk about right now, then I, you know, I I hope you will watch this, but Predator with Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it came out in when 87, I wanna say. 87 or 88, Caden, if you don't mind checking that. Um <laughs> Gary. But Ace, was Ace Ventura, no, he, Ace, uh,
3: was, it the he was the one? second
0: one with Danny yeah, Glover, okay, which yeah. if you don't want to watch that, I don't blame you, but it's a guilty pleasure of mine. But this movie is awesome because it's 1987. Uh, 1987. Good call, Logan. Um, Logan, you've seen this film, so you can even pitch you, in you here. Me, um, this movie was so iconic for its time um, because of like the Predator and his look and just how gruesome the story is. And when you, like, actually watch this movie, it's so gritty. It's shot in pure jungle the entire time. The fight scenes are real. The characterization and acting is on point. This is a movie where everything went right. Mm -hmm. Like, it just literally, everything went right at the right time in the 80s, where everything was cocaine-fueled. Yeah. And this was perfect. That's what they needed. No, the people needed this Mm -hmm. art. And we got to see Arnold Schwarzenegger fight a legitimate alien, hand-to-hand combat. I mean, you get to see some of the coolest stuff, and you have to watch this with an open mind, but you get to enjoy Ace Ventura, you get to en- enjoy the the, uh, the chap that played Apollo Creed, he's slipping my mind, but he's a legend in the arena, he's, too, yeah. he's been in great films, um, Caden will probably find it here in a second, but I'll, I'll go around to you guys, I know we've all seen Predator, and I love the movie personally, but Logan... Well, you personally, what what impressions did Predator give you, and why do you think it was so iconic back then? And oh, is it
1: iconic to you now? For sure. Um, what's his name?
0: Carl Weathers. Carl shout Weathers. Out, shout out to As Carl Weathers. weathers. He also does. He's, he's, he's also playing in Mandarin. Uh, the uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, Mandalorian. He's, he's Lando, right? No, no, he's the uh, Guild Keeper for the Bounty Hunters. Shout out, uh, Carl Weathers. No, no, no. I don't know who old one he was holding. No, it was the original Lando actor, but Logan.
2: Um
1: so first you guys started off by showing me uh Alien. We watched Alien Covenant, I think it was the first one we watched. No, we watched no, we, watched, uh, we watched the original. We watched oh, Animated. we watched Prometheus first. Yeah, Prometheus, yeah, we watched Prometheus and I thought that was okay. Um and the concept watched, was cool though. Then we watched the original uh the original Alien. And after that, we watched Predator, and I thought Predator, like Alien, the like the ones that you guys showed me were cool, but it didn't touch Predator. Exactly. Predator was none so the, much better.
2: In my opinion, like n- none of the movies really touch the first one, like any of the franchise. I
1: think it's like that because it's relatable—not relatable, obviously—but it's more realistic, so to say. Obviously, it's, it's a giant Predator. It's story. on Earth. Yeah. Um, but you know, I always saw the memes from the movie, but I never saw the movie. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, back in the day, I used to play the Alien vs. Predator games, Same. or the Xbox games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and, yeah, it was just, I can see why, back in the 80s, it was so groundbreaking because, like, it was, I mean, it was a fantastic movie for its time, you know? Yeah. And original. And, and it was very original. It was, it was just one of those movies that you, you see with the boys, you know? Yes. And, and, Have a couple of brewskis. Right. And, and, you know what, like, I wouldn't even mind, like, even though it was in 1987, I wouldn't. It's still better than a lot of the stuff that's getting released today. Mm. Um, it's more authentic, more real. It's fresh. Yeah.
0: Even even for it being over thirty years old. Yeah. And uh, what was
1: your favorite part of the movie? Favorite scene? Favorite character? Favorite? Just anything. My about. favorite scene was probably when Arnold was in the mud. He disguised himself in the mud. Um, it's a little bit of a spoiler, but if you guys haven't seen this movie by now, then I mean it's been out for thirty years, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he was in the mud, disguising himself from the predator, and and just a badass. Arnold's just, just a badass in the movie. Last one standing, always, um,
0: always. Yeah, just,
2: just... <laughs> like like Liam like Neeson's. In-
0: but I, I appreciate what you said about it being authentic for its time and how it's still be like it's been out for so long, almost three decades, uh, over three over decades. Three decades yeah. Excuse me, and it's still better than shit being dropped today. Like, people were walking out of Ant Man Quantumania or whatever. How do you not pull that off? Like, that as a crowd, that as a fan base, this had nothing to start. And it, and it fucking thrived mm-hmm. because it was original, authentic. It, w- it felt like, damn, this is a fucking movie, bro. This is right. this is awesome. What Martin Scorsese said about Marvel was fucking accurate. He's like, when I watch those movies, I think I'm at a fucking theme park. Yeah. It's, it's the truth. Yeah. But going back to Predator, Caden. I know you, you're yeah. one of the biggest Predator fans I've ever met. Yeah. Matt, um, nah, What, obviously, this is your favorite out of the installment. Yeah. Um, your favorite installment in the franchise. Excuse me. Mm. What makes this movie so special to you? What's your favorite part about it? This go on. Yeah, I'll just
2: start off by saying this, just to you know, just to show y'all like my love for for Predator and the, the entire franchise. This is my favorite franchise of all time. Mm. I love Predator. You know, they're just such a they make such good guilty, like guilty pleasure movies. They might not be the best, but they're just so cool. And they, they find some way to stay fresh in your mind. And you can, the rewatch value is crazy. Yeah. Because there's no other movies like it. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can't just watch another movie that tries to be like Predator or tries to replicate what Predator has done or did. Because it's just, it's just not there. The spark is not there. But I grew up with these movies. You know, yeah. I, I grew up with. You know, my dad always showed me these movies. Shout but out to Dave. First action movie I ever saw was Alien vs. Predator, mm. and I remember that movie just had such a big impact on me. I when they went the to movie. the under under yeah. ice pyramid and shit. they were she was climbing up the thing, and it was, uh, it was a tunnel. Yeah, It goes straight into the ground, and the predators show up. And aliens they were there. Yeah, they, they murk everyone in the campsite, and they go down through the through the fucking tunnel. And the craziness in Seeds. I'm sure we'll cover that. No, yeah, we need to. We'll cover the whole ins- yeah. the whole franchise at some point. But in this movie, movie. The crazy thing about this movie. I'll start from the start. That start was not supposed to be like that. It was actually supposed to be. So the start of the movie starts. They're all riding in on a helicopter mm-hmm. to go meet um, Apollo Creed or Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. <laughs> Carl Weathers. Apollo
0: um, Creed. He's pretty much Apollo
2: Creed. Yeah. Pretty much. I, I just that's me. an honor yeah, like, in is. my opinion
1: to um, be like legit a character known as a
2: character but how the movie was originally supposed to start is they were supposed to be in a plane the plane was supposed to be taking fire and apparently it was like something along the lines of um, Arnold just goes like goes rogue takes his boys goes the safest route gets parachutes uh, puts a gun at the at, at the uh, at the pilot's head and he's like, "We're getting out of here!" He like, grabs a parachute and they all sky jump into the forest or into the uh, into the jungle. That was that was the that was the first that was. I like the beginning and be, this. I like it now. I, I do like it. I like the revised version. And another fun fact is the dude who played Billy, the uh, kind of the Native American guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He the the set had to hire a bodyguard for him because really? he had such a short fuse. They didn't know when he was just gonna snap and. Like I start try to start something with somebody. There's probably
0: somebody. so much testosterone on set. Probably, <laughs> bro. All those
2: gigas. All those large men pause, but you know, I mean, a bunch noth- of dudes. Nothing so wrong with large men. in It's a bunch of <laughs> alpha males in a, in a small like sector. Something's gonna happen, bro. Yeah, no, easily. You mm-hmm. can't have that many gigachads and nothing happens. In the '80s, like gonna juice thing Someone's gonna pop off. Someone's on juice.
0: Someone's yeah. coked up. Someone probably yeah. stole
2: his co- ba- little baggie. Someone's of coke probably bricked his- up. <laughs> yeah, that as well. You'd probably gonna really <laughs> like smash a dude's head. Cause Smashing he Viagra up <laughs> and
0: snorting it back then, bro. who knows, bro? But. What was your favorite part about this movie? Nice transition right now. You know what? I mean, why not? You gotta, you gotta so, pull out of it sometimes, My, my favorite
2: part is when uh, Carl Weathers, he's going through the forest in own, trying to find the predator, and he turns, he kind of sees like the yes. the buzz thing, and he has the gun in his hand, so he Because he didn't believe it. And then he gets shot in the arm, his arm gets shot off. He picks it up with his other arm, and he has no arm, and he's just his he one arm wielding yeah. an AK-47. I like the scene, too, crazy. Where, 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 like, all of them are just lighting up yeah. everything. And they, like, mow down the entire forest. Yeah. But I, I think this scene was just way cooler. He has yeah. one arm, one arm missing, has an AK-47 in one hand, spraying into the forest, actually manages to hit the Predator.
0: It was actually an MP5. Yeah, he had two. Five. Yeah. No.
2: Either game. way, bro, bad,
0: like, that might be my favorite scene, as well. Uh, that or when they're just taking that uh, encampment from the rebels or the yeah. Guatemalan rebels or wherever the fuck they're at they're in Central America in this film yeah. uh, maybe not literally filming it but I feel like they would've it's the 80s they're, they they gotta be yeah. on set you know um, no green genre,
1: screen back
0: then huh uh, there's, there was but it was shit yeah, it if you want Star a, was Wars was effects like, yeah, like no and no, that like would CGI, ruin a film
1: like, to, like today there was, back, was CGI there was right. but CGI, see CGI back
0: then was it, bro, it, it, it would ruin the movie yeah well they, they used CGI then maybe a couple times, I'm but most sure, of the explosions though. were practical effects. The guy jumping off the cliff was real. I the mean, beams, but the beams coming, the energy beams coming off.
2: of oh, Star Wars.
0: No, no, no. no. Oh, and the predator. Yeah, no, the laser sight. Yeah, but like that's minuscule as opposed yeah. to like an explosion being fake. Well, they were
2: massive balls of energy. Remember? The oh no, but those. Cannon, yeah, but those
0: yeah, but those those explosions were real though. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, impact was were real. Yeah. That's dude dragging a small light across the screen isn't isn't like as fake as like yeah no that's that's CGI. But I'm saying like that's minuscule compared to like having a oh, whole yeah having a whole explosion shake. Why not have a little, have a little, have ship, a little yeah. detonation planned? Yeah. And you yeah. can appreciate We're the real the realness of this movie when it comes to the filming aspect. But Rush, I wanna get to you and your opinion on this film. What what was your favorite part? Why why did it leave an impact on you and what like, what was your impression of this movie?
3: My favorite part was, honestly, whenever uh, Arnold uh, discovered the fact that he couldn't see him whenever he discovered his uh, So, the mud scene? Body. Yeah, the mud scene. Oh, my gosh. That was intense. Like, imagine if you were actually in that circumstance. Like, something's coming after you. And the only way you could tell is by your body heat. It you literally, everything. you got to just cover up with some mud real quick. Hide out real you know, yeah, and then get, yeah, if anything, survival mode kicks yeah, in exactly. Like, and the predator. We haven't talked about the
0: appearance What do you think of the predator's appearance? Like, I and mean, that predators. sounds so weird. The, <laughs> the predator is no. A, like, can we preface that it's a fucking alien? We're talking about an alien. We're not talking about an alien hunter. You know, if you ever if you haven't seen, <coughs> the, so
3: do you know the you know the connection between Alien and Predator movies? I don't. Oh, do okay. you? Do you want me to you tell you? Or do you? Yeah. Okay. The other reason I want what to say. Well is uh the predators actually oh, the predators actually um, created the aliens really? as uh, hunting for sport yeah they put them on their own planet. and there's different types of predators as well I don't really know the other there's types.
2: there's like uh lava predators there's like forest predators there's mm-hmm. like uh, there's like there's scout they're all, predators' and they're
3: all just yeah. different you know they're not all just the way that that one was you know they uh, I believe it's the second one. Remember Predators? Remember Predators?
0: Remember Predators is like seven okay. different ones in In 2010 it. with Adrian Brody, they show
3: three different ones in that movie. The second one at the end, whenever they go down into the ship, yeah, and yeah. then Danny Glover, I think, gets surrounded. Mm-hmm. But but you no, know, he was also in the trophy room. That, that, yeah, the honestly, trophy room. That's where he it was. was. Like one of the, and he like, took him out. Predator
2: Two is like one of the most un- most underappreciated movies in that entire franchise, mostly because it is utter dog shit. Like I'm not gonna lie, if you were just watching it for pure like cinematic purposes, you'd probably pretty like bummed out because it's not that good of a movie. But that shit is clean!
3: You
0: know what I mean? Like no, it's actually I, a fun movie. It's such a fun movie. I do want to talk about Predator Two at That's some speci- point,
3: especially that rooftop Coke scene right with
2: the uh, uh, all like the no, remember the pimp lord? dude? Yeah, yeah, has yeah, The yeah. fucking
3: cane sword. Yeah, well, no, man. the Jamaican like
0: drug lord. Yeah, bro. Yeah, the Haitian. Yeah, yeah, Never, yeah. I yeah, I the, yeah. The cane. Yeah, the voodoo master, mm-hmm. bro. Like they were li- like this movie is heck, like girl. just a mat like watch the first one and then just before you even watch the second one picture the first one but in LA Yeah, <laughs> like yeah.
1: it's yeah. legit oh it's legit on crack so I haven't seen the second one no you yeah it's Danny Glover
3: running around
2: LA with a fucking backhand mag- with a, mag- a mag- mag- like backhand like mag- mag- M- for scope yeah, can oh I
0: also say this um Rip to Bill Paxton one of the one of the best like and this is no slight to his career, one of the best side actors or side character like performers of all time. Yeah. He was in Aliens in 86, I believe, which is considered better than the first one. Um, and then he was also in Predator 2, which is so cool. He was in both of those movies, the second installment of each franchise. Yeah. And he played a really cool character in each of them. In the first one, he was a scared, kind of sassy marine, space marine, and, and, and aliens, excuse me. Uh, he was a sassy space marine, always giving lip. And then in Predator 2, he was he was a legend, bro. He was a giga, bro. He walks up to a guy in a bar who's dancing with some lady. He's like, hey, 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 man, that's my sister. Back off. That's my sister. He's like, oh, wait, you're not my sister. And then he starts dancing with her. The cleanest, the cleanest in ever. And, you know, he won. And he was famous because he was not famous, but he was, like, iconic for, like, tossing around this golf ball. And, like, he... He was a G in that movie. Please watch Predator 2 he was, after. He was a
2: detective,
0: right? He, he was a detective. They, like, Danny Glover had a detective team. And he Bill Paxton actually did pass away, I think, a couple years ago, actually. So the, I think 20... I don't want to mistakenly say it, but 2010s passed away at, mm-hmm. like, 55. It was sad. It was very sad, bro. Because he, you know, he was young, still had a career. He was in movies to that point. He was in Monuments Men. He was in Good Stuff with Matt Damon. Mm-hmm. So, you're just a guy you, like if you actually go throughout history and film you'll see him in movies for the past 30 years mm-hmm. you will like you'll, you'll, you'll see him in Apollo 13 you'll see him in these great movies that you're like holy shit mm-hmm. this guy I saw this guy over in that movie oh fuck that, he's, he's, you know he's movie hopping you know it's it's kind of cool to see that um, but anything else you wanted to say about Predator Rush any other wh- what would you suggest what's the standout to make people watch it to you what would draw? What draw? What drew you in, other than a recommendation? Um, was it Arnold? <laughs> that's honestly, of, yeah. that's honestly what it was for I me when I was like. I I first
3: watched it, because a uh, long time ago, my parents got—I believe it was—was was it Terminator One or Two, where they faced that Mercury uh, dude that dressed up? Oh, here. Judgment Day. Judgment two. Day. Okay. Yeah. Best one of the
0: best action oh movies of all time. God.
3: I think I've seen it. You, you um, must I, have. I watched that like repeatedly on end whenever we first got it, at least like over ten times. I used to love watching Terminator, and then great um, franchise as well. I got, and then um, what is? But What was the draw? Like, what would you know suggest thing. to people? There that... was one. He was also uh, he, he was trying to do a vacation. He had like a. I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. It's something mm-hmm. on Mars. It's like trip to Mars. It's literally, it's the future. He gets a brain implant that, like, basically simulates a vacation. And it was like a trip to Mars. Oh, yeah. I and don't remember the that. The thing movie went though. haywire. And he started thinking that he actually went. Total to Mars. recall. Total no, recall. It's that total recall. recall. That yeah, that was, they remade that, that with like, Colin Farrell. It was like that one I watched
0: that on Netflix the one time I'll say a remake was better than the original low key I don't that movie is hard for me to watch me personally I love the I get idea why. I why it's get just lie. corny because Arnold acting yeah. seriously yeah, no. is rough
3: that's is why rough. I enjoy it to be honest is because I just I just enjoy that like Aspect just that. this man trying to be genuinely serious <laughs>
0: other than him running through a jungle shooting a massive fucking machine gun off.
3: He makes, like, one movement too far, and he goes, (laughs) (laughs) He makes, like, like, a drone. It's, like, 260 pounds. Yeah.
0: So you're, like, honestly, this is Arnold Schwarzenegger's probably best movie. Maybe Terminator 2. Maybe you could throw another one out there. uh, Who knows? But you would say, watch it because of Arnold's performance and because of how awesome he was?
3: Watch it because of Arnold's performance and... Also, I got to give it for Val uh,
0: Kilmer. Uh, he wasn't in this one. He, Wait, it was Ace was Ventura it? or... was it in it. Um, well, it was another Roydhead. Actually, they were all Roydheads. <laughs> yeah, no, legit. But Carl Matthews was the guy that mustache, played the pop. Right? Yeah,
3: mustache
0: black part. dude with a mustache. Yeah. Yeah, he's a legend, bro. That's, a, that's Carl Matthews, you played Apollo Creed, he's in Mandalorian. Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers. Okay, I, I said Carl Creed, bro. I'm a fucking idiot. Carl Matthews. Oh. Carl Matthews. <laughs> Carl Matthews. <laughs> Carl <Weathers. laughs> I said Carl, Carl Weathers? you Ma- no, he said Carl Matthews. But I think okay. Carl, Carl, Matthews.
1: Weathers.
0: Carl Weathers. Who's Carl Matthews? I, I, th- I feel like should, that's another name. look up Carl Matthews. Look up Carl Matthews. Matthews. It's, a, it's, it's like, like some mall cop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like Kevin a,
2: James. I'm thinking of Clay Matthews. Loki, I think
0: I low-key was like right in my the, brain, yeah.
2: but uh um, yeah, What came up is um, is a Carl Matthews Equipment Co. Okay. Huh. rental agency, equipment huh. rental agency in New Hampshire. It's funny I said that. Shout and out then Carl Matthews, shout out his company. Yeah, shout out to
0: that company. Hopefully they're getting some 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 <coughs> business, some business from me, maybe some money. But where's this where's
2: where's our sponsorship? Maybe. This
0: movie is very special to me because like. This is one of the first war movies I ever saw. And war films are, like, people just get a general stereotype about them. They're like, oh, they're just explosions and dudes running around killing each other. But no. Like, you can learn probably more than anything in a war movie than any other type of movie. And you can't sit there and say, no, but, like, Paper Towns or, like... Like, just some romance. Like, bro, no. I'm not watching two teenage... Like, a a, a girl and a guy ride around town trying to discover their feelings. I want to see a bunch of people come together and do something because they believe in it. I want to see someone get shot, bro. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I mean, I guess, bro. But this movie is, in my opinion, Tom Cruise's best movie of all time. Um, it's called Valkyrie. And it is based on an incredible true story. Like, um, Hitler's not his inner circle, but members of, like, high-ranking officers throughout World War II were attempting to assassinate him over and over again because they didn't believe in what he was doing. He, they thought they were that he was destroying Germany and they wouldn't be able to recover, and they were right. Um, they failed over and over and over again. Um, but the, the point of, like, it, this movie was that it was showing that there were good men trying to do the right thing still, You know, even at that time. And Tom Cruise plays a character, I'll go ahead and just read the back, obviously. Based on the incredible true story of Colonel Klaus von Stauffenberg, played by Tom Cruise, and his eh, ingenuous assassination plot targeting Adolf Hitler, this engrossing thriller reenacts the daring operation to eliminate one of the most evil tyrants the world has ever known. Co-starring Kenneth... uh, Bromming, I don't expect anyone to know, Tom Wilkinson's actually in this, um, I, don't know, I don't know if anyone knows who that is, but this movie, again, it just shows the plots and the schemes these guys were trying to do, they tried to legitimately, uh, their their final attempt was attempting a coup, and putting the German SS, which was the German Secret Service, against the German army, so they were trying to literally just infude the military, and destroy it but they were aligning themselves with police districts and to maintain like civil order for when after like they were planning on Hitler's death but when they found out he didn't die in the explosion and uh, I can't remember the bunker but it was a very secret bunker a bomb went off but it didn't kill him and what Adolf Hitler did was speak on the radio later that night and everyone knew his voice at that point they were hypnotized yeah. and brainwashed by him and when they 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 just went through with the plan they're like we're already committed and it failed utterly. Uh, SS uh, converged on all their locations. Anyone who was involved with it either got hung, uh, shot by firing squad, or they just killed themselves. Um,
2: what was the one movie we watched where it was like there was, they got into a standoff in a church or something?
0: Oh, that is Operation Anthropoid. Yeah. Uh, that's based on a bunch of Czech-Leva- uh, Czechoslovakian... Czechoslovakian... Excuse me, because it's not the same country uh, anymore. It's Czech, the Czech Republic, and then Slovakia. Um, But that movie's great. I'd love to do a review on that at some point as well. But sticking to this movie, um, Stauffenberg is actually pretty infamous for his injuries received in North Africa because he made a call to retreat his entire regiment. He, like, convinced his general before... Well, I'm, I'm speaking in movie terms here. I don't know if this is historically accurate, probably dramatized, exaggerated. But in the movie... It opens up with them in North Africa, and they're literally out of water and just marching to fight the British, like, for no no reason. And Soffenberg's like, my guys are gonna die. And he's, like, convincing this one-star general to get him out of there, just to retreat, but, like, technically not call it a retreat. Um, so he was trying to make plays even before making real plays against Hitler, just in defiance terms for the Nazis. But he was trying to just look out for his guys. Um and and it's hard to talk about this because it's literally in the perspective of Nazis. Like, he's playing a Nazi. Mm-hmm. Like, this is, a, like, a controversial movie, but what these guys were, you know, trying to come together and do, like, what the secret society meetings they were having, not in, like, bad terms, they were just trying to maintain a sense of, like, democracy a little bit because none of them, at least in their inner circle, agreed with what was going on in the grand scheme of things. But Rush, I know you slightly remember this movie, but tell me what your thoughts were if you remember it because mm. i know you probably saw it like once and just going back on his injuries received maybe to jog your memory a little bit this guy lost an eye his whole hand three fingers on his left uh, on his other uh, on his other hand as well he had two fingers and he was still like out there plot like plotting and had like d- just a That's g just a g bro like think about that like one word of that, and you're de- you're you're getting cyanide poured down your throat. You're getting tortured until you say everything you know. Yeah. But do you happen to remember that movie at all, Rush?
3: Um, I know it's probably been a while. Not really, to be honest. I, it's that sounds like this. Is, what you told me, it sounds really good. Oh, it is. And I would give it a watch. The thing is, those I would need to like. If I if it was maybe, you know, one or two years ago, then yes, but I think we watched that. This movie came ago. out in 2008, by the way. Yeah.
0: Um slept on year for film, honestly, but this movie was overlooked. It, people just call it a mediocre Tom Cruise movie cuz like they're mm-hmm. like his range for acting is mid. He's yeah. always in the same kind of role. But I I feel like he kind of stepped out of the box in this one, mm-hmm. and I I appreciate what story was told cuz like This needed to be told. And like this needs to be taught. This shit should be taught in school. I I learned this through looking it up after watching this movie. Like doing extensive research. And I can't remember the politician's name in the movie. But I think it's Beck. They call him Beck. And it's this old guy. He's in a black and white suit the whole movie. And he was kind of a G. Always speaking of like democracy, freedom. And he's like... Once this is over, we will be dragged through the streets and hung for what we have done. Like he was just always saying, like he knew, like he was, his soul was gone. And like this, I don't, I don't know the actor's name, but he portrayed it so well. I'm not spoiler alert. When pretty much the game, the gig is up, uh, the all all is lost moment arises. Like I, I respect this man's decision because he knew that everyone was about to be executed, like, off rip, if they got caught, but they're all getting lined up and just asked a couple questions, and this guy, he's an older guy, and this this scene stuck with me, and he's like, I'd like a pistol, please, and he sits down at a, at a table, you know, he fucking cocks it, and he's like, I'm thinking of younger times, and then he fucking shoots himself, but just to escape the, I guess, the dishonor and being shot by your own men, I guess. I mean, and some of these men that were shooting them and as the firing squad were the ones that, like, because I'm not going to lie, they were brainwashing people and, like, tricking them to, yeah. to do these things without them knowing they were plotting against Hitler. And in doing so, those people were also fucking probably going to die, probably did die. Mm-hmm. That wasn't thoroughly explained in the film, and I didn't really do much research on that aspect of it, but... The major key key role players throughout like these historical events in this story are all portrayed very well in this movie. And if you haven't seen Valkyrie, two thousand eight, please watch it. It's definitely worth it. And I know I was the only one able to talk about this movie, but I'd love to revisit this with you guys when we actually sit down and watch this because it is honestly probably one of my favorite movies of all time. Like I, now that I'm thinking about it and just like damn, like the the lines, the the guy that plays Gibbs in uh, fucking Oh, Pirates like of the Caribbean the is in this, and he gives an insane performance,
3: mm.
0: like a- as a side actor. Right. Uh, he, uh, just I'm like, bro, how it all came together, and like how it only has a 7.0 on IMDb just kind of pisses me off. But moving to a little bit of a a, a lighter pasture, I know Caden and Rush and I have seen this. Logan, have you seen Land of the Lost?
1: Oh yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, big time. Little so Farrel, oh yeah, that's uh, so, one of my mom's favorite movies. So why don't <laughs> you take helm here? And... It's kind of been a while since I've seen it, but uh, I don't really remember much. But essentially, it's it's a, it's a funny movie. So I used to watch the show back in the day. It was a check from the seventies. I want to say I, I don't know. Yeah, very very old show, and it was more of a serious um, note. Mm-hmm. And like I remember, I had the DVDs, like all that stuff. Like my mom, my brother, we we. we we love The Land of the Lost. And I think that movie came out in 08, I want to say. Mm-hmm. 08, yeah. And it's Will Ferrell. It's more of a funny, funny vibe. And we actually watched it recently. You did, yeah. A couple months ago. Um, but yeah, a big, it's, I don't really remember, but all I remember is that they are in prehistoric times, getting chased Damn, by right dinosaurs and stuff. hmm I mean, but yeah, Trevor, uh, let you take that away just to jog my memory he,
0: as well. Pretty much, Will Ferrell is playing a scientist that's washed up and is pretty yeah. much deemed an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he went on that show. And... So yeah, so he he has a theory. A like thing? I'm trying to use tachyons to go back in time, and the, the dude's like, "What is? What are tachyons?" And like, pretty like, please just watch the movie. It's just a. It, it's one of those like spoof movies where they're I mean, just making fun I mean, of it he had like a theory
2: that it was like um, but he like, went or something yeah like
0: that. he went back in time or some shit or went to a different dimension where like it was like a garbage dimension and like everything that got sucked into this dimension was there like old pirate ships fucking dinosaurs old minivans whole ass hotels yeah. Just weird shit. Aliens are in there. I mean, Ice cream so. trucks. Fucking prime apes from when we weren't even invo- yeah. evolved as a species. And you'll love Chaka. Chaka. A T-Rex yeah. that gets personally hurt with verbal insults. When he brings the, uh, <laughs> the plants to them. Like, it's... Oh. Will Ferrell is... It's funny as shit. But, dude, he goes potentially full... Full, full full mental challenge. Full mentally challenged in, in this movie, bro. It's... It, but yes, full retard, just like Ben Stiller did. Absolutely. In Tropic Thunder. But this movie isn't as good as Tropic Thunder by any means. But it's funny. It's definitely worth the watch. Rush, what are your thoughts on this movie? Any, just any that takeaways? Movie, any that scenes? Movie
3: was, that movie was funny as hell. I mean, like, you have the scene where the entire time that thing that they have to use to get back is playing just... Show tunes the entire yeah. time Then it gets swooped up by the uh, A pterodactyl The pterodactyl They gotta go up there And then they have to start singing show tunes Then I think they wake up The babies Yeah The babies actually hatch out of the eggs Cause the, the show tune The baby?
0: Yeah the baby Uh. <laughs> But yeah, no, that scene is funny as shit. When they actually had to keep the babies asleep to get mm-hmm. the tachyon, the tachyon amplifier, or this piece of machinery to get back to literally
3: just like a record player, yeah, with no, something, something Will Ferrell pulled
0: out of his garage, oh, but. Cried. Just shout out to Danny McBride because he's always just an idiot
3: in yeah, every Danny fucking McBride movie. Danny funny in that movie.
0: Like, bro, this is the end, land of the lost, thirty minutes or less. I mean, Whenever... he's, he's an idiot, bro, but he's a legend, bro.
3: Whenever he went stuck with Chaka in the dimension, and, and then he back. went back, and then he was like, "Chaka, this is how you live every day. You said it fucking sucked." <laughs> like 10 of 10 like women of Chaka's race just go dude no they were human
0: women that didn't speak English and they were all like legitimately like models bro yeah and Danny McBride is, as you know if you don't know who Danny McBride is I suggest you watch one of his films or his TV show he has a, he has two, I believe. At least you man. watch, this um, is the end. This man is a fat beer drinking fuck with you're a mower. He's a good American. He is a solid American man, though.
3: He's an amazing. But, like
0: he... Would you have a beer with Danny McBride? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Bro. I'm having several with the man.
3: I'm buying. I'm, yeah. You're he tabs on me. Flustered with
0: him. Tabs on me. You know. Bro, get, Destroy single... my credit in one
2: night. Like
3: ask anybody whatnot. to
2: draw. Like anybody outside of America, ask them to draw. What's your stereotypical American? they probably either draw Danny McBride or Theo Vaughn. Oh, Theo Vaughn. Or, uh, one of the Who's that one? Theo Vaughn. Larry the Cable Guy? Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, yeah. Larry the
0: Cable <laughs> Guy might be the one that they would draw. He's the American. But... <laughs> He's good American. I guess the next movie, kind of on another lighter note... Uh, Logan, it. I don't know if you've seen this, with Paul Rudd and Jason Segal, um, It's I Love You, Man. It, this movie is fucking hilarious. It's It's just like one of those, like weird kind of comedy movies where it's like sarcastic comedy. Um, I think it was made in 07, but Jason Segal is funny as shit. It's an ultimate bromance movie. Questionably gay, but (laughs) honestly, like, I would do it for the homie, though. You know? Like, I would do, like, I would legit drive miles on a moped just to get to your wedding after a massive bro argument. Like, that's what I would do. And that's what you see. A brogument, exactly.
3: They just meet each other. I forgot they just fucking meet. each other. No, they, they didn't know each other. Well, they didn't no. Meet each other. Well, no, no, dude, it, Jason it, Seagal. A, no, Paul Rudd's a realtor and he's doing the yeah, open yeah, house yeah, yeah, and yeah. Jason Segal's just there for the food and he's like, "I like you, man." And he's yeah, they like, just, "I
2: like you too, man. Call me yeah. sometime." It, it's, it's just become best friends in 5 seconds.
3: Like because Paul Rudd's literally just lonely as shit. And he's like, I need friends. He I want friends. His wife's friends shit talking him because he has no friends. He he's like making
0: milk fi- milkshakes for them, and then he walk. He literally just walks in on talking shit on him. And he's like, okay, I'm gonna go get friends then. <laughs> and then he go finds Jason Segal out there in the wilderness, and then they go back. And there's a cameo from Hulk Hogan. Shout out! No, not Hulk Hogan. No, it's uh, uh Louf of uh, Rigno. Lou Rigno. Lou Rigno. Yeah. Pretty much the same. A fucking same show guy. He he out. Hulk- he did play Hulk. He plays
1: years. Hulk in the uh, oh, TV show. Yeah. also get the original Hulk movies. Oh, no.
0: Not no. Eric Bana. No. Uh, which was the 2003 one, which was terrible. But chat with Eric Bana. I love him and Troy. Bruce Banner. Um, no, Eric Banner. Bruce Banner? No, I, Bruce Banner, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah. uh. God damn it, bro. Um, but you know, I love you, man. If you haven't seen this movie, it's genuinely one of those movies where you can just sit down and laugh your ass off for like an hour and a half. Like, it's just honestly stupid. But it's like, dude, Paul Rudd, after they like have a bro breakup... He goes over and literally asks Jason Seagal, he's like, I believe you have my season two Lost DVDs. And he literally <laughs> hands him the disc set of the, like, yeah. I'm like, bro, I have that. Like, I have that exact, like, bro, why? Like, bro, fuck. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> like, am I Jason Seagal? Like, yeah.
2: like, I might be. you think Jason Seagal was
0: an avid listener of, of, of Lost? An avid listener or a watcher? Watcher. And then, I, in, wow. in, the, in, in the movie, maybe. I don't know if he was in actual... I don't know if he tuned in in real life. I don't know if he sat down and watched an episode. Oh, yeah. But if you have. haven't watched the Lost, we talk about it all the time on the show, please yeah. watch it. Um, and I guess the last... This is kind of a combo set, and I'm going to let Rush take helm here. Kill Bill. Um, mm-hmm. Volume 1 and 2 with Uma Thurman, directed by Quentin Tarantino. These were awesome movies I have just have not seen them in about four years I don't want to speak I'm that on them. you
3: haven't showed them I just haven't yet because you haven't rewatched it yourself like bro
0: it's just Quentin Tarantino movies for me like it, I need like a couple years to refresh off them like he I don't know he's the, like the one director that does that other than David Fincher who did Seven Gone Girl uh, so many other fucking good movies I can't remember he did another fucking really awesome one I, I'm disrespecting David Fincher right now. I'm sorry, but shout out David Fincher. He's a really good director. If you haven't seen Seven or Gone Girl, Seven was 1997. Gone Girl is 2014 with Ben Affleck. Seven had Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman in it. It's like a religious serial killing movie. But back to Kill Bill. Yeah, I, I haven't showed them because I don't know. I I just haven't had the interest in watching it yet, or to like show anyone yet. You know, oh, I, but I do now that we're talking about it because Uma Thurman. You know, shout out to the Thurman. The fight scenes and the, everything the, like that. The choreography is awesome.
3: Just, well, shout out to her stuntman as well, Zoe Bell, as well. Yes. Um, Who was she, also in every Quentin
0: Tarantino movie.
3: Yeah, she was uh, in Django Unchained. She was one Eight of Eight. Um, the crew members for Calvin the, Candy. Yeah, she got her, shot
0: in the little cabin. Yeah. She was she, literally reading a little piece
3: of paper in the back and got mm-hmm. shot. But she was also in Death Proof. Yes, she was on the hood of the car. She was, yeah. Whenever they
0: were... I, don't spoil it for them, I want to show them Death Proof. That's a movie I will show them because that
3: movie's fucking okay, insane. Okay. I, won't. I won't. But it, I won't yes, speak on
0: Death Proof Kill anyway. Bill Volume One and Two. Though, what 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 should people look out for? Why should they watch them?
3: And why do you like them? Definitely watch them in correct order because it's the second one takes place uh, basically like immediately after the events of the first one it's kind of like it it's kind of like the thing where if they put it all together the movie would be like six seven hours long mm-hmm. it'd be like a lord of the rings mm. you know what i mean yeah and, like an epic yeah exactly <laughs> and how long is lord of the rings lord of the i think a lord of the rings movie is probably the same around the second here. one's like three and a half hours or some shit um it might be yeah it well it would be like longer than that if these two were put on because i want to say each one is about two hours yeah or about this around would be like there almost five hours put together mm-hmm. but the main thing also that you want to look out for is also many people who probably don't watch quentin tarantino i'm sure there's not many who don't yeah honestly quentin tarantino is a great director but it's his use is it's his continuous use of extra like things in the movie yeah. such as uh if you've ever seen once upon a time in hollywood yes um the red apple cigarettes yeah. That's another camera. Good detail. Like, like, yeah, he brings a lot of that stuff. Also, Real Cereal, if I'm correct. It was in Reservoir Dogs and. It was another one that he made. Um, Jackie Brown? No. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. That yeah. was it. Also, Real Cereal was in that. He kind of likes to draw a lot of the stuff. So, it kind of makes you think, though, is this all taking place in, like, the same kind of world? I mean, I know that that stuff kind of wasn't involved back then. With people thinking that stuff was in the same universe. But maybe he read it he wrote but, it like that. Yeah, maybe he did. He just wanted to kind of keep stuff together. But if you like fighting scenes, I really recommend Kill Bill. Like, I mean, it's especially Kung Fu. Mm. That 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 in general is a big part of it. Um throughout the entire thing, especially Swordplay, they use katana's that's, it, 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 which it, is sick. I know. It, the fight scenes, like I said, I keep saying this over and over, but that's just what I want to keep on bringing up. It's so just,
0: you'd recommend it for the action, the parkour,
3: the practical the the effects, parkour, the stunts? Especially the story as well. I think it's actually awesome. Like, the way that it develops from just... You don't know any backstory except for the little flashbacks they give you here and there on the thing. And they don't even go that far into detail. No, they don't. It's vague. Mm-hmm. And you kind of learn also the characters... Uh, throughout the movie, there's multiple more than just Uma Thurman, who is, um, oh, I believe it's Beatrix, Beatrix Kiddo is her name. Actual is like the thing. Mm-hmm. The thing is, is that they never actually reveal her name in the movie. They only do it whenever she buys the plane tickets to go from. Uh, Want to say it's Texas, somewhere in Texas. Austin, I wanna say, mm. to Japan and Okinawa. Mm. Because that's where she has to go in order to take out all the list of the people that, you know, did what did what they did to yes, her. her revenge. I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it. Anybody who has seen it, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um but I would very recommend that for anybody who has to watch it. We yeah, who has yet to watch it. I mean,
0: we really do hope everyone, you know, does actually kind of take our recommendations a little bit, our suggestions. Um. We have one more movie that we definitely do want to talk about. That I'm gonna let Caden and Logan take helm here on because it's a, it's a great boxing movie. Jake Gyllenhaal, 2015, I believe, or 2016. 15, yeah. Fifty cents in it. You guys have a lot to talk about. It, yeah. Go ahead and just take it away.
2: So, you know, I've always heard about you. Know, my mom uh, always used to listen to the, the, the soundtrack to that movie. Cause yeah. Because Eminem was, uh, was in that soundtrack a lot. And Great soundtrack. I, I believe we were talking about this last show okay. about how moms love the mo- motivational rap. And that's basically that entire movie. So I'm pretty sure my mom had that entire uh, playlist for that movie, like downloaded in Apple Music. And I used to listen to it all the time. And so I was always kind of familiar with the movie in that sense. But I never really watched it, watched it before. And yeah, I've watched bits and pieces of it. But, you know, getting down to the nitty gritty, yeah. after watching the movie, after seeing all the things that he overcomes, there's a lot of shit that A lot of, shit, a lot of shit he overcomes. It makes the title of the movie so much more significant. Because when you think of the entire fighting form, Southpaw, it's just another word for saying unorthodoxed. And when you're fighting someone that's Southpaw and you're Orthodox, like usually is, a person who's Orthodox is fighting at a disadvantage. Mm. So it's always it's kind of like there's some symbolism behind that title when you really think about it. Well, it's, it's an unorthodox life, and he fights unorthodox. It ties like you just said it perfectly. It ties into
0: his story exactly. as well. The the symbolism of the the fighting form, the title,
2: it. it ties in per- like that's why another I was it so well. that does that really well is is a movie called the art of racing in the rain it's another movie a dude getting you know going through the crazy stuff and you think of that think of that title the art of racing in the rain you're literally starting to tail, on the stay on the track for your dear life you're hanging on for your dear life godspeed and at the um end
1: of the movie so at the beginning of this episode trevor was saying how a good movie will leave you feeling something you know 100 um Southpaw was one of those movies for me. Like it was the, the ending. It, it wasn't a sad ending. It was more of a happy, like happy for him ending. Um, and if I wasn't watching with like Caden, I probably would have uh, shed a tear, but you know, it, it did make me, you know, tear up a little bit. You know, you just, you just feel for him, for everything he overcame. It's his journey, you know? And, and that's what I love about uh, the movie. It's, it's just, it's a great journey. He overcomes so many things and the meaning behind the word Southpaw it just I, it came out in
2: 2015 and I, I never saw it and, and we were just going on Netflix yeah, so, so it's, main character Jake Gyllenhaal and kind of a, it's kind of, kind of a side little oddball character um, you have his coach who, who's the guy who plays uh, Rogue One uh, 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 Saw Gerrera Saw Gerrera oh Forrest Whitaker he, is Forrest Whitaker is, is his is I his love Forrest Whitaker and his uh, former agent was Fifty, 50 cent. cent, and kind of the whole premise of the movie is Fifty Cent kind of switches on and becomes a little bit of a kind of like it's a the guy that's trying to make money. Exactly, life. he he's just trying to do his thing, and he, he in the process of doing that, he kind of switches on Jake Gyllenhaal. But Jake Gyllenhaal wasn't even fighting; he was just trying to get his daughter back for most of the movie. Mm. And I forget who plays his daughter, but she's actually an excellent female actor, excellent female actor. But. I, I I appreciate the
0: movie. I love fight good a good fighting story. Yeah. Who doesn't? I mean, so, what's the movie with Tom Hardy? Oh, uh, Warriors. Warriors. I I talked about this probably in the first couple episodes, but if you haven't seen that movie, it's with Tom Hardy and Joel Edgerton. Uh, it's amazing. It's called Warrior. Um, but no, a good a good movie like this sadly didn't get a lot of money in the box office, and the ratings are mid on Southpaw. So it's just one of those movies that I I, I fear got lost, you know, yeah. in in just, time. They get lost. And there's movies like that, and it's sad to say. I mean, even Oscar-winning movies get lost, and you don't hear about them. You don't see the craze. I feel
2: like you brought up Southpaw, people are like, yeah, I remember Yeah, but oh, it'll in, get to that point. In six people. years, nah. Yeah, it'll get to that. It'll get to that. I, when
0: you say Saving Private Ryan in 50 years, That's they're still serious. gonna know. You know, like people are still sure. gonna know. That's the best war movie that'll ever be made ever. But for those that have seen Southpaw,
1: they
0: know. No, they'll know. Exactly. And that's why I love film, because it's one of those things. It's literally time travel. It's honestly,
1: it's to each your own, you know? It is to to each each your own. You feel like different movies.
0: Absolutely. You can relate to so many different stories, emotions, experiences, and honestly learn a lot, too, from character development and, like, just, again, stories. Seeing a story, like, visualized and put on screen in front of you, and mm-hmm. you can see a whole lifetime in two hours, like, dude, that's special. That's to inspire like, you, you know? It could, and it should. If you watch, you know, just the same type of film over and over again, like, you're just gonna bore yourself. You should broaden your Insane. range, like, go go down that weird path of, like, sci-fi mind fucks, go down that, like, gory path and horror, go down that weird path in psychological thrillers, mysteries, Go watch a war movie if you haven't seen mm-hmm. one. Go watch a real war, like, something based on a real story that happened in history.
1: So, most of the time in my childhood, like, all the movies I used to watch was, you know, just Marvel movies, superhero movies, stuff like that. But since I've been living with Trevor and these guys here, like, they've introduced me to a tons of different, like, different genres. And, like, I never really watched Leonardo you know, DiCaprio movies growing up. And, like, now that I've seen a handful of them, like... It's I, amazing. Yeah, and it's just... Mm-hmm. So many from more movies that I, I just never saw growing up, and it's just now that I have a grasp on them, I was like, damn, like I was really missing out. My whole childhood, really.
0: Have they showed
3: you Inception? Oh yeah, oh uh, yeah. Bad movies. movies.
0: Uh, we we will definitely do a formal um, review on that movie. We have we'll have to rewatch yeah. it because you need to rewatch it because you can't you can't talk about well, it after trying, one go.
2: you show them Unusual Suspects.
0: Our oh, usual yeah. The another, uh,
2: unusual. Uh, unusual no, the usual suspects. For suspects. our
1: next review, a movie, movie we got to do is uh, American Psycho. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. We could definitely talk about that American next Psycho. time. Movie <laughs> sessions four is already going to be loaded up, and we'll definitely make sure Rush is back. And this is, this is
1: another topic that you guys can drop recommend. like the team drop recommendations, and it'll be in our music discussions, you know? I have
0: a library of movies. I used to have way more. So like you name a movie, I've probably seen it or I can definitely find you, a way to watch, would you watch it? it for you and 100%. We're talking about. it. Give it an yeah. accurate review and just just be interactive with us, man. D- DM us, tweet at us, we we're, yep. we're on those platforms right now at Tea Time Reports and any kind of support helps. Give us that follow on whatever platform you're listening to right now. It's, it's greatly appreciated and I want to say thank you to you guys, Rush, we worked to not a long shift, but it felt long. Even though it was kind of a short day for us. And Kaden, I know you had school. And Logan, I know your hip's not doing too well right now, bro. But I appreciate you all coming together and getting this done. Dude, my is so sore, bro. Really? Dude,
2: my, I should not have maxed
1: out yesterday. Put Gaden through, through a good workout
2: yesterday. Ooh. Phrasing. <laughs> ah, <laughs> pause. Pause. Just back and by. Play. Play. Back and by. Yeah.
0: Nah, but these guys do work <laughs> out. But, uh... No, we appreciate everyone for tuning in. Uh, it's been a really good episode. Uh, I, just, I like this. I like this a lot. We're definitely going to hopefully do another movie sessions this season. And like we talked about, this is going to be going on... Uh, thir- we're going to have 30 episodes each season from now on. So we hope you guys will enjoy that. But is there anything you guys wanted to add before uh, we, we we take off here? I'm all good.
3: Rush, anything you wanted to say, brother? Um, other than I hope you... Decide to th- actually throw on Kill Bill after this. Like, <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually sticking with that. I, I as well it. as all of you. I gotta watch it, yeah. Everybody yeah. in this room and listening to this, just go and put Kill Bill on maybe, maybe we You will understand. Home. Watch it. Okay.
0: Maybe. Maybe it's in the cards. You never know. But uh, again, we really appreciate everyone for tuning in for this episode of Movie Sessions 3. Uh, this was uh, episode 10 of season 2 of Tea Time Reports. Uh, We're going to be signing off here. You guys have a great rest of your evening. Take care.